This is HNN. Good evening. This is HNN. The Hollow Table News Network is your not even remotely close to around the clock Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, reactions, reviews, theory crafting, and more source. I'm Sir Georges, your host, and today we are joined by my distinguished co-host, Celiac Sarah. How are you? I'm great. I am excited about the new news that we got today or yesterday. We got a lot. Yeah, we finally got our conquest info for the new game mode. Haven't looked at it yet, but it looks pretty lengthy. And then we also got news that the reward for playing conquest is the Razor Crest ship for the Mandalorian Beskar armor legendary version yeah so new ship yeah and that new ship is bounty hunter and i'm hoping we'll finally make the rest of the bounty hunter ships that they came out with a while ago able to be a somewhat meta type faction Mm -hmm. so let's go over conquest where do you want to start conquest yeah, let's start with con- or yeah, let's start with conquest, and then we'll go over the Rays of Crest after that. All right, I'm going with that. So, have you read either of them? Uh, well, I did not read Razor Quest, Crest, Razor Quest. <laughs> um, I <laughs> of course I you can't read kit reviews, but what about conquest? <laughs> I did not read con, or I did read conquest because I saw how long it was. And I was like, that is a lot of info to unpack. Um, And I feel like I still don't fully understand it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, it's a lot. (laughs) Man. So should we watch the trailer first? Yeah. We should definitely watch the trailer first. So all new conquest game mode, joining the Galactic War hollow table. So there are branching paths. And it looks like each node has its own feats. So good. Very nice. Good trailer. It is. And I will say, like, I noticed the one thing in the trailer. Um, and I don't know if they will go over this, but like they kind of do like a straight line. Once they beat a node, they go on to another one. And they don't really like double back. Like they just go from right. start to finish. So right. I'm curious if you're able to be like a completionist type of person and do all of them. Right. Or just do a straight line. Right. I, again, have not read any of this, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm still going to say I doubt it, especially yeah. with the little graphic that they just showed us. Yeah. Because there's only, when it splits, three different options, sometimes two different options. Right. So I think they want it to have some choice involved, which if you could just double back once, it's only one other path to take. Yeah. 
And I guess if you can double back, then that kind of goes against the whole needing to manage your roster properly. And like they really, in, in that post, that was the one thing that really stuck out to me is they want you to manage your resources, manage your roster, choose your battles wisely type of thing. So if you can double back, you could theoretically get get stuck, quote unquote, and then be like, oh, well, I'll just go do the other node and see if it's easier on that path and get further. Right, right. right? So that really makes you think about which way you're going to go. Yeah. Okay, so just starting off, Mm -hmm. first thing they say is that the first time we get to play it, the exhibition event will be on March 1st. So that's just five days from now. That's Monday. That's Monday. Yeah. Awesome. In the middle of a territory battle. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> but see, this is all single player. This is personal time yes. as opposed to guild time. Yes, you're right. You're right. It just means you so. have to manage your time wisely. <laughs> So, Conquest is launching with exhibition events. Mm-hmm. So, at least the first two runs of this will just be trial and error for them to get feedback and then decide what to do with it after that. Conquest is a deep, intricate mode with lots of turning knobs and levers. Yep. Similar to the way they made changes in Galactic Challenges. They may need to do that for this game mode, so they will listen to our feedback. They, okay, important. The tentative plan is that conquest events will run once per month as a two week event with approximately two weeks off in between. Initially with these exhibition events, they will be back to back. So March will have two weeks of the first, two weeks of the second. Right. Please note that the exhibition events feature our intended post-exhibition rewards. Mm -hmm. So the initial period will have extra rewards per month coming your way. Yeah. So basically, long way to say that you won't for one. (laughs) (laughs) Don't panic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever you get as a reward is what they expect it to be. These aren't scaled down or scaled Mm -hmm. up or anything. But we're going to get two events in March, but only one each month going forward. Mm-hmm. Theoretically. Right, right. Until they, if they change it, which they say to like right after that, they can change, they are potentially going to change how long it lasts. So if it's two weeks or longer or shorter, how often it is, the energy cost, the energy refresh, the stamina refresh, the difficulty and the rewards. So literally everything right could possibly which is good good (laughs) i'm glad they're open to changes totally um especially because like this is this makes me think of um when grand arena first came out and it was the same idea it was an exhibition and then they changed it over time um and now it is what it is now right 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 which grand arena i think settled into a good spot totally Normal versus hard mode and difficulty Mm. tuning. 
we're launching Conquest with two different difficulty levels, normal and hard. All players must complete the event on the normal difficulty before moving on to hard. You might be asking, why do I have to complete normal first? Yada, yada, yada. This is a complicated system. We want you to figure it out before getting crushed mm -hmm. with hard mode. Basically manage your strategy and resources. Yeah. Don't get in over your head by doing yeah. hard, losing on the very first node and then having nothing to do for the month. Yeah, because I guess once you're once you're tapped, you're tapped. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, no so restarts, you, no do-overs. Yeah. So theoretically, if you uh, like exhaust your roster by day two, you got 12 days to go of nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Because mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sure that I, I'm sure they'll have because, you know, they talked about consumables and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure that if you do get stuck, since they have energy, mm -hmm. maybe daily items you can get to help refresh your roster. Mm -hmm. So maybe you could get stuck for a couple days. I wonder. Build I wonder. up enough to where then you can get your squad back from the dead mm -hmm. and use them again. I wonder if they would let you do like a reset, kind of like Galactic War does um, each day. And you can, like, if you have to, let's say if you've exhausted your roster um, and you can reset your roster and you can follow the path you did, like it would make you follow the same path and you wouldn't get more rewards for beating a node you've already beaten, but maybe you can learn to manage yeah. your strategy better and manage your roster better so that you don't get stuck at that node again and you can do one more yeah that would be kind of cool i would like that that's a good idea i'm spitballing <laughs> that's a good idea i'd like so, that i mean like then you're not really cheating the system either right like you're not right you're not getting them. extra rewards exactly you would have but to go rather than getting same. stuck you're exactly. just redoing yeah so you'd have like to that. go the same way, right? Like you wouldn't be able to pick a different path because then you could theoretically double dip your rewards. Yeah. So. Now looking at the images, mm -hmm. it looks like each level, each node has three stars you can get and three key cards you can get. Okay. Yes. I'm not, I'm not sure the purpose of the stars me either. I know the key cards are going to contribute to, you know, your chest. And I mean, so it took, I was reading this earlier and I like skimmed through it and then I went back and read it again kind of thing. And I yeah. don't recall them really mentioning anything about stars, obviously key cards. Um, right. So I don't know what the star purpose would be. So what if once you three star... So maybe you can go back along your path, but you can't go on a different path. Maybe if you get stuck, you can still use your energy on a node you've already beaten. Maybe sim something you've three-starred. Yeah, maybe you could go back and try like a feat or something that you didn't get. Right, right. Yeah, because you've got to be able to do the same level over for the different feats. For the different feats. So maybe if you yeah. three-star it, you're not burning the energy. Maybe. 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 It's not mentioned in this, so I mean. <laughs> right, 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 right. No details, just pictures. 
Yeah. Okay, Conquest features a difficulty curve as you go through from beginning to end. So it's likely players will peak out at different points throughout the course of an event. Parentheses, and then make more progress if you continue to invest in your collection and improve your strategy from event to event. And depending on your collection, many players will certainly reach their point of furthest progress during normal without being able to complete the entire event. To be clear, not everyone is expected to complete the entirety of the event right out of the gate. This is an event you will continue to make progress in over time. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be hard. Yeah. I'm a little scared, but I'm also pretty excited. Yes, I'm excited. And I'm excited about that too. Because, you know, when Lightside GOTB came out, mm -hmm. brutal. My baby. Everyone was complaining. Everybody hated it. <laughs> But I think it's nice that mm -hmm. all this time later, it's still a big deal when you can make improvements in it. Totally. It's not like the Sith raid where, you know, you've got 20 people that can solo it now mm -hmm. in one guild. And so there is no ability to show who is the actual best at the raid. Right. But with this one, since it's anticipated that no one will be able to complete hard, probably, it will be cool to see how far you can get compared to the rest of the world mm -hmm. on hard. And keep mode. track of like your progress and this right, right. Gives me like mini, like it's kind of like a galactic war, but it's kind of like a territory battle, but it's kind of like a mini raid. Yeah, like it's, it's like a little bit of everything. Kind of right. a little bit grand arena y because you have feats or cha or cha galactic challenges, right? Like just pulling different parts from all the different game modes, yeah. They've already like got, yeah, making some kind of like stew of them all, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like it, I like it. Uh, and they have so this is the other thing you can see in one of these like images of it, there's different mm -hmm. sectors of the map. So I'm assuming each sector, like if you're on normal, you would have sector one, sector two, sector three, and all of those are broken down into different nodes. So there's different sectors for normal and then there's different sectors for hard is how I'm understanding it. Yeah. I guess, I don't know. I guess maybe you could do like the first three sectors are normal no matter what and then you have to beat them in sequential order to get to hard because they want you to do normal first. Maybe. Oh, I think, so looking back at that first picture, mm -hmm. it looks like they've got a blue line making a distinction uh, between the first sector, second sector, right, and third sector. Right. So like, I think the first sector consists of three tiers of battle, okay. whichever path you decide to take, you'll have three battles. Mm -hmm. But then they have so another one that shows sector one, three out of 66 key cards collected. Hmm. So that tells me if you're getting three key cards maximum, that tells me there's 33. No. Oh no, 
22. 22? Three key cards for what? Three key cards per node. Yeah, yeah, 22. 22, 22. yeah. So 22, 22 levels. nodes. Help me with my math. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 22 nodes. Uh, 22 nodes in sector one, and that's a normal sector. Yes, I see I see what you're saying now. See what I'm yeah. getting at. Uh, I, I take back what I said before. It looks like the entire map is for a single sector. So then will you ever get 66 if you're following a straight line? Okay, straight. so now I think each <laughs> sector has 22 levels. Yeah. 22 nodes. And you're trying to get all the key cards for them. Now Once I'm you complete to... a sector, even if you don't have all the key cards, mm -hmm. you're probably then able to go on to sector two. Mm -hmm. So over two weeks, you're trying to progress through multiple sectors. Yeah. <clears throat> That's how I'm understanding it. Like you, you finish one and move on to the next. Right. Um, it does say like before you commit, like this is their next bit. You're, you're able to see the sectors and the boss battle that you face. Um, in that sector. Yeah. So they do give you a little bit of information before you kind of choose your peril. Yeah. So before you commit to a difficulty level, so whether you choose normal or hard, you'll be able to see a list of sectors and the boss battle that you'll face. Mm -hmm. So the example they give, if you are fighting normal, sector one info has the boss battle with Treya, Nihilus, Sith Assassin, Sith Empire Trooper, mm -hmm. and uh, what? Scion, Scion, yeah. Uh, All gear 12 with a zero to 20% stat bonus. What does that even mean? Stat bonuses increase further down the sector. Huh. Like they yeah. have a stat, like the enemies have a stat yes, bonus. Yes, yes. So by the time you get to the very end, each of their health, offense, defense and whatnot will be boosted by 20%, I guess. That's what I would understand it as. So right. here's how they're currently tuning the different difficulty levels. Mm -hmm. They said that for normal, which you have to beat before moving on to hard, there's no required galactic power, but they recommend you having 2 million. Cool. And then the enemy tuning by sector. So it looks like there will be five sectors to work through for Galactic Conquest. And to make it through the first sector, you're going to be fighting gear 12 enemies. Right. But probably with a little stat bonus like that picture mentioned just before. Sector two, gear 13, sector three, R relic one, four, relic two, five, relic three. Which, like, Relic 3 for a normal battle seems hard. <laughs> yeah, Relic 3 is formidable. Like, that's 
that's a good good chunk of relic that's a good yeah you know like that that's kind nothing of nothing to slouch it nothing to slouch it yeah i feel like relic three before um the challenge to your rancor hit relic three was kind of the um like what's the word i'm looking for kind of like the benchmark for where you would relic a character to leave a character yeah once they get to relic three yeah forget about them yeah you're not worth the extra signal data and resources to keep putting them up yeah so that means the enemies will be relic three with some kind of stat bonus So that means normal mode will probably be plenty difficult. Yeah. I could see a good chunk of people getting stuck. Yeah. Especially if it's, especially if it's uh, like Galactic War, where the health and everything carries over to the next level, Uh, next node. mm -hmm. So you've got to be careful in who you let die early on or how often you keep people alive. Yeah, that's a good point. So all that was for normal mode. <laughs> hard, hard mode. So once you're able to complete normal, yeah, and you get into hard mode, there's a required galactic power of 4 million. So no one under 4 million can attempt this. Wow. They recommend at least 5 million. And I don't know if ships are involved with the conquest. So if they're not, not sure if that means 5 million ship power or without ship power or 5 million GP total. That's a good point. I would assume it's GP total. I would too. I would too. Because nobody can see for themselves what their character GP is. Yeah. But. Okay. But so you got five sectors again. Mm -hmm. But this time the very first sector is Relic 4. So you're picking up where you left off. Right. So the very first sector should be harder than the very last sector of normal. There's no overlap. Right. It's not <laughs> like, oh, since I beat normal, I should be able to make it halfway through hard. No. You start off with hard being harder than the final sector of normal. Oh, man. Interesting. And it scales all the way up to Relic 8. So that means in Sector 5, all the enemies you fight will be Relic 8. And probably with bonuses uh, to their stats. So, theoretically, if you were to make it to Sector 5 of this, and you have all Relic 8 people, that tells me, and they've got stat bonuses, that tells me that you either have to manage your roster perfectly and use the consumables and data disks perfectly to beat it, or you will need Relic 9 down the road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to to yeah. beat it. Like, you need something. I bet they to are future proofing this. Yeah. I think they're future proofing it as well. So that. Like a year from now, we'll get our first yeah. full completion of hard. That That's what I'm thinking. Like, I see that and I'm like, there's no way that you could manage it perfectly 
to figure out how to beat it if you have a full even even just how long it takes to get one character to r8 right like you can't even get a full squad to r8 and based on what they said before there's stamina for characters so even if you got one premium squad that you've been working on mm-hmm. you can't just use them to get you all the way through exactly you have to have a wide ranging high relic this roster is, this is designed to like build your wa- your roster ugh. build your roster wide not narrow right so right you can have a more really- so than territory battle ever did yeah yeah exactly i agree so especially because you're relying just on yourself yeah on to the data disc and consumables Mm -hmm. one part of conquest that's received a lot of interest is the new data disc system data discs provide your squad with a variety of different bonuses throughout the event these data discs can be equipped depending on which ones you want to use with your squad or swapped out for a small amount of currency I, so, I will notice that they say currency, not credits. Right. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> I think everything that has to do with conquest mm-hmm. will be fully contained within conquest. I agree. And the currency, the shop that you can mm-hmm. buy stuff in. Mm-hmm. So you can either buy stuff or use that currency probably to uh, un- unequip your disc. Yeah. Yeah. So some of the data discs that they are showing they looks look like you can cool. have 12 equipped on the yeah. characters. So you can have, I was reading this, you can have 12, it, they take up 12 slots, um, but each disc can range between one and four slots. So the dots on them, like they're little diamonds, I guess. If it's yeah. got two diamonds, it will take oh. up two, two of those 12 um gotcha so you could have uh three four dot ones or you could have 12 single dot or a mix or however so you're you're, not only are you managing your roster but you're managing your data discs too interesting i like that me too and and i like that you can theoretically i would assume that the four dot ones are better like as you go up kind of like with mods right like as you go up the higher the dot, the better the mod. Um, so I would assume that like my gut instinct is for a lower, like say sector one in normal, I would be happy to use one or two dot data disks and save my currency to pull those off and put stronger data disks on later on. Yeah. I think. Then they give a big <laughs> list of the yeah potential data disk that Um, you can have so i didn't look at this list i just looked at what they showed yeah Um, on the on the pictures yeah have a spoiler warning yeah so i didn't look at the spoiler list i did i just opened it now though and it looks pretty cool me too me too um i also like it looks like they're kind of color coordinated as well and i don't know why yeah Purple is best with four dots. Yeah. Then it looks like blue with. But then you have some blue at the bottom. So I'm wondering if it has to do with maybe what it does. 
Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know. I, I don't know. Just a weird, weird little yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, they have colors. They Some have, have colors. colors. <laughs> so obviously the colors are there for a reason. They're, so it looks like purple, right. blue, green, and white. White, yeah. Uh, yeah. So one of the four dot ones mm-hmm. is booming voice. When an allied unit in the leader slot uses an ability during their turn, all other allies are called to assist. Oh, that's cool. That is cool. That's really cool. Oh, any ability. Ooh. Wow. Dread is another one. Yeah. At the start of each allied unit's turn, they inflict fear and plague on a random enemy for two turns. Two turns. When fear expires, that enemy takes 25% max health damage. Ooh. If oh. an enemy is below 50% health when fear expires, they are instantly defeated. That is crazy. Oh my gosh. And plague would spread. So, okay. See, that makes me wonder, like, if plague spreads the same way that it would with when you use your night sisters to inflict it. Right. I, I, I'm trying to remember. I think it's part of Talzin's unique. Is it that, makes that it the, spreads? Yeah. Okay. Because when she dies in a match, mm-hmm. it'll stop spreading. Okay. I just thought it did it on its own. But granted, yeah. I haven't looked at their kits in so long. Right. I, I, I might be wrong. Oh. But I think that Plague has never been given without her. So that's why there's yeah. never been a reason to try and separate the two her right. unique from that ability. That's a but good point. I think, I think they are separated. So that means that one will be good, but even better if you've got a strong Talzin, mm-hmm. no matter who else is on the squad, mm-hmm. you can get Talzin in there just to help that spread. Yeah. Cause I'm thinking if you get a plague on at the start of each allied unit's turn, they inflict fear and plague on a random enemy for two turns. So if you have plague on there for two turns, theoretically, when that enemy goes to take a turn, it would spread to somebody else, I think, maybe? Yes, yes. When the enemy takes a turn, yeah, it would spread. And then... Just the plague. And then would that person, like, would it keep, my, my point is like, it's only for two turns, but could you theoretically have the, have plague last longer than two turns because it would spread through the enemy team? It would probably spread enough to where no enemy would ever, by the time that first one expired, they'd probably mm-hmm. have a second one. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, Although th- that happens every allied unit's turn yeah so maybe you don't even need talzin all you need is a team that will take a lot of turns so if you just have for a, taking your turn you're inflicting fear and plague you have a if you have a have a team where you're boosting your turn meter imperial you keep going you keep getting your turn meter trained so like uh troopers uh rex resistance clones clones um, I'm pretty sure Mon Mothma Rebel Fighters, you get that turn meter train going. I can't think of any others right now, but I'm sure I will eventually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
That's so cool. It is. Uh, it's really cool. Did you read Massively Overpowered? I did not. You want to go ahead and read it? Um, so this is also one of the four dot discs. It's yeah, so they, they've shown three. Yeah. We've read two, and now Sarah's going to read the last one. Um, so revealed. after an ally has gained 10 buffs, so you would want this on a team that you can get buffs going. They gain massively uh, yeah. overpowered for one turn, which cannot be copied, dispelled, or prevented. Massively overpowered. So the next time this unit uses an ability during their turn, they also deal massive damage tar- to the target enemy. Massive damage is 99,000. I believe. I believe so. Because that's what um, I think so. Like Annihilate does to Galactic yeah, Legends. Yeah. Uh, right yeah i'm, I'm reading cool. that i'm reading that as basically like an instant kill type thing oh okay after a single ally so after yes. that one character yeah has gained 10 buffs mm-hmm. so you would need a lot of buffs being spread around you would i i'm curious about these in terms so like that that for instance after an ally has gained 10 buffs, would that work repeatedly during the match? So if you have one ally I think gain so. 10, right? And then if you're like, I'm just thinking of like a whatever team, if you're getting a bunch of buffs, um, theoretically- JTR, like, yeah, BB-8. Like BB-8 is going to be throwing them out there like crazy. Yeah. I feel like, he, can I just say how funny it would be to have B because BB-8 would probably get it first. Um, I feel like it would be hilarious to watch BB-8 do his little wiggle move and then just roll on over and deal massive damage. <laughs> like, that would be hilarious. Yeah. That, that would bring me so much joy. <laughs> secret weapon because it doesn't have to be an ability that does damage it just says after they use an ability next turn so he could theoretically throw up secret intel pop all of his exposes on everyone and then just roll over that's right yeah um that's hilarious that's that's that'll be cool oh um jedi knight revan teams too with with uh-huh. Bastilla throwing out buffs and Grandmaster Yoda throwing out buffs. Yeah. They're gonna gain tons. Yeah. That would be another team for that. There's so much theory crafting that opens up, so many different options. I feel like you are going to like this mode a lot. I already like this mode. I, I thought, yeah. I feel like there's just <laughs> so much potential here for theory crafting and tweaking your teams. This is so cool. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so there are, I think, 27 of these data disks that can show up. There's tons. Yeah. Yeah. And it looks like the number of different ones expands when you get to the more common one dot and two dot. Yeah. Um, It looks like there are tons of one and two dot obviously so there's yeah. only the three uh four dot ones that they showed us yeah and actually i only see two three dot ones oh you're right you're right 
So that's interesting. This is cool. This is really cool. So those are the data disk. Mm -hmm. Then there are the consumables. Oh, um, before you move on to consumables, they do say yes. that data disks are permanent for the duration of the event. I did not yet. Uh, so data disk are permanent bonuses. Mm -hmm. So once you earn a data disk, you can equip it, unequip it. It's in your inventory. Mm -hmm. And so long as it's equipped, you've got it for the entire event. And I would assume that like you equipping it is not necessarily equipping it on a specific squad. You're just kind of equipping it on yourself. Right. And it, it looks like from. Right. Yeah. It looks like from that last picture that you're just equipping it to your roster. Right. So when you go into a battle, whichever data disk you had, no matter what squad you throw in, mm -hmm. this stuff is applied. Right. All right. Data disk consumables. Yeah. Consumables give you temporary boost to defeat a difficult battle. Three types of consumables, boosters, med packs, and techs. One of each can be activated at a time and typically last for two to four battles. Interesting. Mm -hmm. These consumables can be purchased with conquest currency or crystals from the conquest store and from the scavenger store. What is the scavenger store? Scavenger store? What's that got to do with anything? What store is that? Is this a new store? I know the Conquest store is new. What's oh, I, I think the scavenger store is where you get the relic stuff you need. Turning in old gear for new gear. Oh, so they're going to turn the... that into, a, into more of a shop, maybe? Yeah, it looks there's, like... There's nothing called, right? There's nothing... Let me look in the game. There's nothing called... Maybe, maybe it is something different. Maybe scavenger store is a store within conquest to buy stuff i mean you have so you have like the scavenger obviously uh, there's definitely nothing in the stores right now that's called scavenger store so okay yeah maybe it'll be within the event right uh, uh a shady dealer scavenger that you go to to buy stuff that's what I'm thinking. So they show three examples here. The first is a mending shield tech. Whenever an ally recovers health, they also recover 10% protection. And that'll last for two battles, it looks like. Mm -hmm. Overcharged protection med pack. This one gives you 98% bonus protection. That's a good chunk. And then the last one they show is defense penetration booster plus 27% defense penetration. And that lasts for four battles. Plus 27%. That's such a random number. I know. <laughs> and I'm not sure how useful that one's going to be. Because mm -hmm. your character Protection. would need to have good defense penetration beforehand, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like, does um, that ignore just a straight 27% of defense, or is it just right. improving your own defense penetration by 
percent. Yeah. Um, so if you've got weak already, it's not going to help it much. Mm -mm. Corbin Dallas in chat says that he's assuming the scavenger store is the shop nodes in the conquest. So those you can go to like the little merchants. That's got to yeah. be what it is. Yeah, They're the merchants. I think okay. I think you're right. Good point. I think you're right. Thank you for clearing that up because I was like, there's two stores coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. That would make that would make a lot more sense. And then a final note as they end this post is mm -hmm. that consumables and data disks are reset after each event. But the yeah. currency will remain for you to use on the next event. Conquest currency has a cap though of 3,500. So it won't help you to try and save more than 3,500 because you'll be maxed. Mm -mm. But if you don't think you complete the current event, you can build a little bank yeah. to help you get a head start on the next month's event. Because if you go to the scavenger store, as we just talked about, mm -hmm. buy a bunch of great data disks, but still aren't able to finish it, you could save up instead, start off the next event, buy a bunch of great ones. Yeah. Manage your roster a little bit better that way, maybe. Um, yeah. And then also, like, you might as well, if you're at the end, you might as well use your consumables up because they're not going to carry over. Yeah. So I like that a lot. Man, this looks so cool. Also, I'm um, stoked. They added at the PSA, and I know I saw this in game already. I don't know if you have the conquest store. The conquest store is in game. Um, there's nothing awesome. in it, so don't refresh. Don't use your crystals. You're just <laughs> wasting them. Um, there's nothing there. <laughs> Which you don't have any currency, anyways. Yeah, exactly. So, so you can't buy really... anything. It would just be to see what I could see. Yeah, exactly. In which case, why are you spending 50 crystals just to see what you can get? Just be patient. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like for four days, you can't buy anything. Yeah. Oh, just wait God. a few hours. If it was going to show anything, just wait a couple hours. Yeah. Oh, so don't do that. <laughs> don't accidentally click it. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So that's conquest. What are your thoughts? My thoughts. That was awesome. I very much look <laughs> forward to it. Could easily become my new favorite game mode. Yeah. I like how it's a two week long event, mm -hmm. but more based on your own pace. Mm -hmm. Like you've got to spend your energy. I wonder if you can refresh your energy or whatnot you've with crystals. I would assume. But either way, It'll be really cool having everybody working towards getting further. Yeah. You know, like, oh, I got to this node. How'd you beat that? Oh, I use this team, these yeah. data disks. And like, so things we don't know. We still don't know about stamina. Right. And we still don't know how fast the energy refresh is going to be. Right. Will we get bonus energy throughout the day? Just curious. Right, bonus energy. Yeah, right. That's a good question. Um, I, I'm more curious about the stamina thing because that's the other thing you have to keep in mind. So as you go along, the the 
bosses are getting harder, their stats are getting boosted and your stamina is going down. Yeah, you would have thought they would have said something about that. Mm -hmm. Because this is coming out in five days. Yeah. And they still left. There's a lot of uh, unanswered questions. So uh, back when they said aspects we potentially will make adjustments to, Mm -hmm. energy cost per node, energy refresh rate, and stamina refresh rate. Mm -hmm. Even though they didn't mention stamina, somehow it's gonna work and somehow it'll take time for characters to cool down. Yeah. Probably different cost per nodes. So like a boss battle might cost more energy. That's what I would assume. Yeah, very interesting. I'm very excited. This is great. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be really cool. I'm I'm pretty excited that we're gonna get two back to back and just be able to figure out what we did wrong the first time right away while it's still fresh in your mind, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like this able... is this is probably what I've wanted to happen with this game since I started playing. Mm-hmm. Because you have characters that have their own abilities. Leaderships help by ha- giving a bonus. So like if you've got a Sith leader that helps other Sith, mm-hmm. it can take your favorite character that's a Sith and give them something extra to help boost right. them up. Right. And make them like a but little that, bit more versatile or right. useful. Right. But that's as far as it went. You know, in the campaign, you could have a second leader. So that was fun. Trying to mix and match the two leaders. This is the first time that we've gotten to actually add new abilities mm-hmm. because each of these data disks are going to be like a new ability given to every single character you use. Mm-hmm. So this is the first time where you got to choose what buffs, what abilities go into a character's kit before a battle. Yeah. Whereas up to now, every single character, here are the moves. If you can max out, get the Zeta, get this Omega, then mm-hmm. you can reach perfection with that character, but it'll still be exactly the same as someone else's. Yeah, you got mods to improve right. stats. There's So there's some fluctuation there, which I appreciated, but no changes to abilities. Eth Koth is always going to be crappy Eth Koth <laughs> compared to Jedi Knight Revan. Yeah. But then you also get because you're seeing, you're getting a preview of the sectors and the enemies before you actually choose your difficulty, you can already start planning. Okay, right. I, I know that Treya can isolate. I know that Nihilus can annihilate. I know, like, you know all of these things that you can start planning and figuring out which data disks might be helpful in that sector versus right. later on. Right. Like, I really like how... Treya makes the Sith able to heal when an enemy with debuffs is hurt. Yeah. I wish that all of her protection could be turned into health, like how Nihilus does. Right. Maybe there's a data disc, you know, even just some of these simple ones that boost their health by a ton. Mm-hmm. I, I You could end up having like a 300,000 health 
Treya. <laughs> I I think that you could get like down the road too different. Like I could see them pumping out more data discs. For sure, for like, sure. That's a, such an easy like. Okay, yeah, we'll add this, <clears throat> add this to it. Yeah, for sure. So there's a lot of wiggle room in this game mode. This is fantastic. This is gonna be good. I'm I'm pretty excited for it. This was not, and I was really nervous because when they first announced it and they said stamina, I was like, oh no, this is gonna be blit. And I was <laughs> so scared, and I'm yeah very very relieved and grateful that this does not seem at all like blitz. Yeah, this this looks way better. Yeah. Uh, last okay, I I last thing I want to say yeah is that I wonder if you can equip duplicates of the oh, data disk and then it would stack yeah maybe i wonder if you're able to acquire more than one of each of these data disks because i i was just happening to look through some of them mm -hmm. and one of them just a one one dot mm -hmm. gives you eight percent bonus speed and five and a half percent evasion bonus Ooh, so if you could stack that yeah. Yeah. I'm down. <laughs> I would totally stack that. Well, and they only clarify with the consumables that you could only use one of each type at a given time. So you right. already know there that you're not going to be able to stack those. Right. Um, but they didn't specify that with the data disk. They did not. Yeah, I don't know. This is cool. This is really cool. So... Man, there's so much. Ah, I can't wait for Monday. Monday's so Monday. many combinations. I know. Yeah, so many different ideas. It, it's gonna be. It's gonna be so good. I'm this is awesome. Pumped. Pretty yeah, pumped. I'm excited. <laughs> Thank. I'm. I'm just gonna say I'm very happy that it's launching. Like, if it has to be in the middle of a territory battle, I'm happy that it's a dark side territory battle. <laughs> <laughs> An easier one. It's an easier one. I don't have to feel so like stressed and anxiety filled and yeah. Right. Oh man. Okay. Now slightly related. Slightly related. A special reward for doing well mm -hmm. in conquest is that you get tokens for the Razor Crest, mm -hmm. a new mm -hmm. ship for the Mandalorian character, Beskar armor version. Yeah. Did they say how many you will get? I couldn't find that. I couldn't find it either. So I'm curious. I know I read somewhere. Like, will that... we unlock it? I have no idea. You know? I didn't even get a notification that they added this kit reveal because they didn't do the usual no. dev notes. No, they didn't. They just kind of like snuck it in there. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely didn't pop up anywhere, which was sad. Do you want to read the kit for us? I do. <laughs> I really, really do. Uh, <laughs> so this is, and I think this is something that a lot of people have pointed out. Um, it is a bounty hunter ship, but the pilot is not a bounty hunter. Uh, because it is Beskar Armor Mando's uh, ship. That is funny. 
Um, it is funny. It doesn't, I mean, I'm not annoyed by it. I just find it funny. Me neither. Um, Me neither. So, yeah. Anyway, so it's a bounty hunter. It's also a scoundrel, cargo ship, whatever. Um, obviously, the synergy is the other bounty hunter ships and Tarkin. I guess that would, no, sorry, that's not Tarkin. That's Thrawn. What am I saying? Right, right. Um, right. Thrawn's Chimera. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that would make sense. You wouldn't want to put him with, I can't see you putting him with Grievous and Tarkin is old. Yeah. Well, I'm just happy because I don't want them to synergize well with Grievous or Kenobi mm-hmm. when those already got good teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is kind of its own little side sidebar. I like that. Yeah. Uh, it is a light side though. And aren't the other ones all dark side? Yes, all dark side. Interesting. So yes. you can't use a full, like this In territory thing. battle, they won't be able to overlap. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I know. Oh, I like that you knew where I was going with this. <laughs> I did. <laughs> uh, and I already feel the pain of it yeah. because I hate when I get into dark side TB, trying to throw a bounty hunter squad together. I'm like, yeah. where's Mando? Where's Grief? No, no. I was no. so excited to build them up and use them. Can't can't do it. Uh-uh. So sad. <laughs> okay, so uh basic ability called most wanted. Deal physical damage to target enemy. If the enemy is breached, inflict marked for two turns, which can't be evaded or resisted. Cool. I like it. Cool, cool, cool. I guess you could theoretically. Could you cleanse that if you want marked? I think you could. It's a debuff. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Curious. Just curious. Uh, So his special stalling strafe, which is a cool down of three, deal physical damage to target enemy and inflict breach for two turns. If the target already had breach, inflict buff immunity for two turns. Call target other bounty hunter ally to assist. Cool. Oh, and you can only call a bounty hunter ally. Right, Mm. right. That's that's a kind of key to know. So if you only have a random uh, ship left with you, they're not going to get called to assist. Right. Uh, So... So it looks like those are the two moves. Yeah. So uniques and stuff besides that. Oh, no. Okay. The hardware is a move. But Uh, anyways, just based on these two, mm -hmm. they look simple. Yeah. But I can see how they are very effective. Yeah. It does. Like, it looks simple, but also it they do things that make it so that it would boost the bounty hunter fleet. Right. Yeah. Like so much of the battles are I'm trying to kill Anakin's ship, mm-hmm. but he's stealthed or I can't get around Houndstooth or whatever other tanks there are. If I could just kill Anakin's ship, yeah. I could win this. Well, now you can mark so that it doesn't matter if someone else is taunting because yeah. if Anakin's ship is marked, it's just like he's taunting. You can keep wailing on him exactly get him out of the way right man that'll be good 
and it, it's good to see another buff immunity yeah to help destroy houndstooth who is still a pain in the butt <laughs> houndstooth will all and he's he obviously is a bounty hunter so he's just gonna chill with mando yeah yeah he's still gonna be around yeah uh, okay so his hardware this is his like reinforcement ability right hardware yes yeah. yes but it says it has a cooldown of three. Oh, that's weird it is weird that might be an accident i want that's got to be an accident because yeah there's no other reinforcement and it right. says enter battle right yeah okay you are. yeah okay okay um so enter battle, Razor Crest gains stealth for two turns and inflicts ability block on the target enemy for one turn, which can't be evaded or resisted. Okay. I like it. I like it. I like the stealth for two turns when he comes in. Yeah. If he's real fragile, that'll help. Yeah. yeah. If you haven't uh, geared him up quite a lot yet. Yeah. That cooldown of three has to be... That's got to be a mistake. Yeah, it's got to be a mistake. Man. All right. Uh, okay, so then he has two uniques. So first one, Tenacious Pilot. Whenever another bounty hunter ally uses a special ability, they first inflict a breach on the selected target for two turns, which can't be evaded or resisted what so they inflict breach and then they do their special ability yeah okay the first time allies inflict breach six times while razor crest is active so that's just six times total between all of your allies i guess right uh razor crest gains plus 50 percent critical damage for the rest of the battle and active bounty hunter allies gain plus 25 percent offense and plus 25 speed for the rest of the battle cool that's big if a marked enemy is defeated reduce the cooldowns of active allied bounty hunter ships by one what? while oh while razor crest is active breached enemies have minus 30 percent critical damage <laughs> so this like oh i feel like i know nothing about ships i'm so bad at ships but i feel like anytime i have a special ability ready to go from a bounty hunter ally i'm going to want to target an ally that doesn't or an enemy that doesn't have breached right to try and spread it around just to spread more. it around yeah and knock their crit damage down across the board yeah I don't know if that is the wise decision, but that's what I would want to do. <laughs> so uh, that is cool. I like that. That unique. is cool. So yeah. breach was pretty useless before. Probably the most useless debuff. I can't even ships. remember what breach does. It doesn't do anything on its own. Right. Only when a character has an ability or a unique mm -hmm. that affects characters with breach. Does it do anything? Right. The debuff itself does nothing. Okay. This is why I can't remember what it does. <laughs> right. Right. Because it's useless. It's useless. It doesn't do anything. The only, the only, the only purpose it's had is that Houndstooth will get his taunt back 
if somebody is still breached. Nothing happens right. to them. They don't have any harmful effects or anything from it. He just gets to reapply his time. But right. now there is a added negative of yeah. 30% crit damage. Now, if you successfully do breach six times, you, get a you boost. boost. Yeah. All the bounty hunters get boosted. Yeah. 25% speed in offense is huge. Yeah. That, that's massive. You're going to go faster and hit harder. That is great. So this is while Razor Crest is active. So that tells me that if you get rid of Razor Crest first before they breach six times, this would not take effect. Right. Right. So that I think would be your kill order if you were facing a bounty hunter fleet. Because he's right. the one that's gonna do this. Right. Uh okay. And then his second unique trusty transport this ship ignores taunt during its turn so okay so earlier you were like yeah you just have to mark anakin and i was like but if somebody's taunting you can't mark anakin right (laughs) (laughs) who cares i'll just target anakin anyways oh okay at the start of battle razor crest gains five stacks of reinforced hull which can't be copied, dispelled, or prevented. The first time Razor Crest is reduced to 1% health, it recovers 90% health and gains three stacks of reinforced hull. Reinforced hull plus plus 250% defense per stack. <laughs> that is at the start of battle. 1,250%. Yeah. Defense. That's on crazy. top of your regular defense. That's crazy. Lose one stack of reinforced hull when receiving damage. Holy crap. <laughs> that is like a um like a, ignoring the defense bonus <laughs> thing, but his going down to 1% and then recovering is very Jedi Knight Revan-esque. Um, right. So he will not be easily killed. The first probably three hits will hardly do any damage to him. I feel like a total get... idiot for being like, yeah, you got to kill him first. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> first three hits will like hardly do anything. Then you can probably get him to where he'll die. But instead of dying, he'll get boosted back to 90% health and yeah. 750% bonus defense. So there is no way for him to get that reinforced hull back, though. Like, as it gets knocked off. Right. None of his abilities give it. The He starts off with five, and then once those are gone, those are gone. But oh. once once you try to kill him, he'll then get a last-ditch effort of three more. But once those are gone, it's gone. There's no... But yeah, ignoring taunt, that's a big deal. I, ca- oh, man, I don't even have Beskar Mando. Ignoring Taunt means that he can use his special, yeah, which calls an ally to assist. So that means that'll be big damage just from two people hitting. And going back to Anakin, yeah, if Anakin has you know the annoying 
thing that keeps him from dying that puts him in stealth. Oh, uh, yeah. Is it like yeah, unending yeah. loyalty or something like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Mando can do buff immunity first so that they he won't get stealth after that. Mm-hmm. So then he should be able to be killed with an AoE or just one more hit. And he just ignores Taunt the whole time. Like, it's not like on his first, like always, he's ignoring Taunt. Right, right. Oh, man. I uh, like it a lot. Uh, we just also got a title update, by the way. Post. I'm just skimming if there's anything. Uh, so Conquest begins March 1st at 11 a.m. Pacific is what they say in this title update post. That's exciting. Uh, Razor Crest. And then just a bunch of fixes. So no actual real news in it. That's exciting. Um, now, like, I really want to get Best Garmando just so I can play. No, right? Game. Before I was leisurely. Yeah, I uh, was like, okay. I'll get my Queel and Healer Droid, whatever. I'll get them built up, but right. I'm not in any huge rush. But now I want him so I can have a pilot for this ship. Right? And, okay. Okay, I feel like it's been so long since we got a ship that has a pilot. It has. So somebody, if you if you know this off the top of your head, or if somebody in chat knows this off the top of their head, if you get enough shards to unlock the ship, but you don't have the pilot unlocked, I can't unlock the ship, right? I don't think I think you it can. just sits there grayed out, and I can't push the button. Right, I don't think you can. So now I gotta get Best Armando if I want this ship. And I kind of want this ship. I don't know if this is gonna change the meta per se away from GK and Malevolence, but I'm curious. It might make (laughs) it more rock, paper, scissory. We might just have a third third fleet come hang out. Yeah, I Um, don't know. I... I'm going to lean towards this as more of an offensive ship. Right. Because you're going to need Mando to be smart about who he targets since he ignores um, Taunt. And like you said, you want to spread the breach. So I'm not sure how well this will work on defense. But um, offense, I think that now Bounty Hunters mm-hmm. might be able to counter whatever the meta is. If you this, play it well. This makes me excited because particularly in Grand Arena where we're setting two, two uh, defensive fleets, I always get nervous about what fleet I'm going to use as my second fleet for offense. Right. Um, exactly. So this, me too. This gives me more, more wiggle room. Who right. would you reinforce with these ships? Who would you put with the bounty hunter ships? I, I don't know who. Ooh, I would. I'm so bad at ships. <laughs> well, I think there's there's already five bounty hunters with this one. Uh, Hound so, this dude, Boba, yeah, Xanadu, and IG. So five, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Really so five with this one. Other 
to other good ships. Right. Who I would use, especially since you don't have a bounty hunter capital ship, mm-hmm. are some of the good empire fleet that have been left by the wayside. Yeah. So I would like to throw in the gauntlet to get rid of debuffs on my team, give them more protection and whatnot. And then maybe the Sith trooper ship. Mm-hmm. What what or not Sith trooper, the Empire Empire ship trooper ship, the tanky one that removes buffs and puts the burn. Right. I know I can't remember his name. Yeah, that more recent one. Yeah. I like him a lot. I like him a lot. Uh, and I think it makes the most sense to, to put these guys with Thrawn. Yeah, because even if I like how they I mean, they probably did Thrawn just because there's no there's hardly any other capital ships that like they're all the same probably. It doesn't really matter since there is no synergy between yeah capital ship and these bounty hunters. But if these guys are going to last a long time, you know, like if it's very difficult to kill the new Razorcrest or he makes it so that Houndstooth is hard to kill, mm-hmm. just by having chimera there eventually you'll get to annihilate somebody yeah so i'm excited i want to i want to play with it and everyone in chat is telling me that yes you need the pilot to unlock the shit so um i'm sad (laughs) i myself let's go ahead and move into the let's do the ooh. okay let's do uncle owen's moisture farm okay then we can go back and do the discord fan questions and end the show okay sound good yeah we're going all over because the place. i like it yeah yeah because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uncle owen's moisture farm i myself let's see i am probably 80 shards away from getting Quill and IG-11 up. How far am I? To seven star? Yeah. Man. How far am I? So I should be able to be get, getting my uh, best scar Mando pretty soon. I am. Where are they? Oh, see, I gotta do math because their quill is over 85. I'm at 107 out of 85. So you are 22 out of 100. Yeah, so I'm around the same spot as you. And then IG 11, though, I'm only at 77 out of 85. Ooh. So I'm a ways away. Um, That hurts. I just got a client restart, FYI. that hurts my soul. <laughs> I don't know. That's going to be a while. And then I got to gear them. I, I I know nothing about the event, but I think it's more approachable. Yeah, than, I've heard. I've heard I, I, it yeah, is. I don't think it'll be as hard to beat. Um, so I think you can do it like with gear 10, I want to say it was, or gear 9, and like good mods. Um. 
but you know, that's still gear I gotta throw on them. And gearing my True. first order. Uh, True. So. so I'm at 14 out of 100 for IG-11 and oh, 10 yeah. out of 100 for Quill. So I still got a good bit. Are you? And I haven't been refreshing or anything. I was just gonna ask that. <laughs> so it'll still probably be two months before, maybe a month I mean, and a half. They didn't tell us how many shards we're gonna get in Conquest. Uh, or so it'll probably be a while before friends. we even get the ship re ready to deploy anyways. That's what I'm thinking. I don't think they'll yeah, be point. unlocking it after the first two week event. So. Good point, good point. That's my gut instinct. Yeah, but I have been excited to go into the rank and file oh, Owens Moisture Farm oh, section yeah. because who else, who else you farming? What else you got? I got what I needed to start farming Jedi Master Luke. Nice. What did you need? So now I, I the last characters I were working on were. Uh, the Chu Chupio and mm -hmm. Mon Mothma. So you're so you're good. You're getting tickets. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Good. I'm good. at 220 out of 330. Yeah. So within the next few days, probably by the start of the conquest, mm -hmm. I should have Jedi Master Luke. Nice. Do you have the gear for him? I don't have the gear for him. Oh man. I and. Uh, it's such a pain to, you know, try and collect the gear. I know. I know. Try and keep section off like, okay, this specific gear piece, I'm mm -hmm. going to need 250 of. Yep. I have no way to keep track of it or to mark it out in the game. Oh, man. I just keep, I'm, I'm psycho, though. I keep a note in my phone of what it is. And I don't See, know. I don't want to have to do that. I know. I, I mean, that's but smart. I'm weird. Like, but that's I'm just so much work. like this. And, yeah. And then I won't gear anyone while I'm farming the tickets for that person. Because I'm so scared that I'm going to use a piece of gear that they need. Uh, I I norm that's smart too. I normally play, <laughs> but I cheated and geared a bunch of these Mandalorian characters. Because mm -hmm. I thought, oh. you know, if I can get just a little bit stronger, maybe I can get those dumb feats. Yep. So I wasted a ton of gear. I built up my armorer to gear 11. Holy. I built up the Mandalorian to gear 12. Oh, you went, you went ham. I did. Just on a couple of characters. <laughs> I, I, I regret it now. It still didn't help with the feet. Oh, no. Was that the one where you had to like um, win with one or with win four? with a full team of Mandalorians? Mm. Yeah, I can't do the full one. Four Mandalorians. The four one I could do, but I had to gear up my Mando, my OG Mando, to do it. Just because mm. everyone was dying. Yeah, oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one I had to take to gear twelve. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Stupid. But now you can farm uh, Jedi Master Luke, and he is yeah. so much fun in light side territory battle. Just saying. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh I'm yeah. I'm very close and like, to getting him unlocked. Having Jedi Master Luke and having a cam squad, so Shock and the clones for light side territory battle, right, gives right. you two awesome Jedi teams. When we have yeah. 
days that have two Jedi missions because I just throw Shakti on a on a Jedi squad. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. He's fun. I'm so so. He, this is your third. Yeah. This will be my third. Yes. Man, you got him fast. Yeah. I feel like you just got Emperor like a month and a half ago. Yeah. My my goal is to have them pretty close together. I'm. So I'm glad that so it's working far. out. Uh, I I'm on my way to Kylo. You'll be happy to hear this. Out of the thirteen requirements that you need to check mark, yeah. Yeah. I have completed one. <laughs> I was about to be impressed. I was about. You to be were. Yeah. It was a it was a relic seven one. I had to take, I took Palpatine to relic seven. That was that first. is a big deal. That is a big deal. Relic seven is hard. Relic to do. seven is such a like fun suck thing to do it just sucks the soul out of you it's terrible the uh it was hard to uh it, I, like I, I get how hard it is for you with the first order characters mm-hmm. because i'm already looking to once i get jedi master luke well then how am i going to get ray especially ray. want ray for the sith raid mm-hmm or not the Sith Raid, no, the Rancor, the, pit, the Challenge the, Rancor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But no, that's that's going to be way more than two months. Way more than a month and a half. How How is your resistance? I've got four of the requirements. Okay. But all, that was from like when the first batch was announced. And I was like, well, I can do the first couple at least. And then... Right. <laughs> No, it, it's going to be a long time. Oh, man. Everyone else is like gear 11 or gear 12, but zero gear 12 pieces are already applied. Oh. So it'll be rough. Yeah. How are you? How is your roster? Uh, so I'm farming. I am like doing Quill and IG 11, but I'm not refreshing them either. And now I'm wondering if I need to be. Um, I think I will start. I think I will start. I think I'm going to have to start. Right now, I'm farming all... I'm refreshing three times a day. You'll be happy to hear this. In my cantina energy for relic materials. Good. Um, And then all of my farming is going towards gear for first order. Um, I have hit the point where I have been completely throttled. So usually what I do is I work on one character at a time and i and i get them to whatever the check market is in the whatever list thing mm-hmm. um and usually what happens is if i can't find that gear in a node or whatever it is i go look at what another first order character needs i have hit the point where they all want stun cuffs and stun guns so i cannot move any of them forward because I've been completely <laughs> throttled on stun cuffs, actually, in particular. Um, yeah, so, I've been using the the yeah. guild currency. Yeah. For those. Yeah, I'm gonna have. To. Every time they appear, I buy them now. Stun yeah. cuffs, yeah. I, I literally went through every single first order character and was like, "What do you need?" That I can't get that I can't I can't work on Kylo right now. So what do you need? And they all wanted a stun cuff. I'm like, well, this doesn't help me. So <laughs> yeah. Um 
I was going to pause my Jedi side project that I was working on to get Kylo faster. Yeah. But I don't think I'm going to do that. I don't really want to. So getting Kylo is going to be a long, it's, it's a, it's a long-term investment for me. I'm picturing <laughs> at least three months, probably closer to six, maybe. It's bad. Six, six is bad. Three months is, that'd be a very good timeline, I think. Three would be great. Um, it's just, the fact that they all want stun cuffs is killing me. Yeah. If they wanted something else, at least I could move some of them forward quickly. So I'm just going to have to buy, right. like you said, buy all of the stun cuffs, buy, and hope that maybe in some of our raids, we will get stun cuffs for rewards. Yeah. Maybe I'll hit the Sith raid next time. <laughs> I say that, and every time we have a Sith raid, I forget that we have a Sith raid happening. Yeah. So it'll never happen. <laughs> you need to keep a little note on your phone. You need I, a reminder for the Sith raid. I do. I need a reminder. 8 p.m., get in there, hit the Sith raid. I even like was all excited for it because everybody left one day to go Merc. So there yes, were tons yes, of people, I, yeah. and I was like, yeah, I'm going to hit the Sith Raid tomorrow because all of you guys won't be back for it. And then I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's my farming. It's just all gear. Gear, gear, gear. I, I'm going to refresh for Quill and IG-11. Well, actually, you know what? Before I commit to refreshing on them, I'm going to see how many shards of the ship I get. If they yeah. say that. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to waste my crystals on refreshing it for it right right if you'll get them unlocked at about the same time yeah like if it's gonna be a while to get the, the blueprints built up then there's no point in me rushing getting best right. armando right i think i will be refresh maybe i might wait a couple days too since we get to know monday we'll get to I, I, you know what i think maybe we'll get more info before monday like more yeah. details maybe like friday yeah it's only wednesday yeah. No. Yeah, it's Wednesday. Yeah. 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 Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> what days? Yeah, it's Wednesday. Uh, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, I had a question. Mm -hmm. Okay, going to our Discord corner. I had a question for you, Sarah. Oh. When you did the Jedi Master Luke yeah. event, yeah, which tiers gave you trouble? Which ones did you die on, if any? None of them. They're so I didn't even remod. The third tier where you have to do Jedi Master Luke or Jedi Knight Luke yeah. versus Vader was yeah. very difficult for me. The third tier scared me. I watched a video that told me what moves to do when. Yeah. But I didn't remod for it and it was fine. It was dicey, but it was fine. Each time? No, it was only dicey one time. Well, I've lost a couple times. I figured it out now, but it's very. Figure it out? I was gonna say, do you want me to find the video I watched? I it. had to remod. No, no. I like to try and come up with the answer myself. I know. Uh, <laughs> there was there was a time I should have remodded. Like, granted, I was like looking at my mods. I'm like, oh, they look close enough, and I should have remodded because then it probably would not have been dicey if I had remodded. 
Um, but I will say the ultimate, way easy. Like you can't lose. Really? Oh, really? So easy. Yeah. Can't Vader lose. one was dicey because Vader kept getting debuffs on me. You know the dots. Mm-hmm. And then he saber throws. One shot kills me. And then you're you're screwed. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I think it's it's the move order for that one if I remember correctly and landing like the blind on him. Right. I think it's blind. Whatever it was. Um, yeah. Yeah. Blind. Yeah. So that he misses. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was difficult for me for a bit. I'm sorry. Wasted like 180 of no, I think I lost three times. Don't tell me that. And I was like, all those stupid tickets. You should have asked me like as soon as you lost the first time. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. That's like the one thing though that I hate about Galactic Legends, Legend Chasing, whatever, is the fear of losing tickets yes it's so dumb mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i'm even more scared because so at first i was going to save my ultimate maps for kylo from jedi master luke um i've now changed my mind on that entirely and i'm going to give jedi master luke his ultimate ability um because i use his leadership in territory battle so i, I want to pump it out um but that means i'm gonna have to do the ultimate ability grind for kylo which scares me because i think that one is harder we'll see that one if it's like the ray if it's if it's similar to ray rays i lost two or three times on the ultimate ability that sinks and that's like 70 tickets or something right yeah yeah that was not nice <laughs> it it was not a good feeling. On to the Discord corner where we answer fan questions. Darman Skirata mm-hmm. said, "Is twenty seven data cards enough?" <laughs> Too uh, long didn't read of conquest. We did that. What is the idiot's guide to airplane mode? Oh, idiot's guide to airplane mode. What are the data cards? What's he talking about? Uh, I think he means data disks. Gotcha. I feel like that's enough. You can only have 12 slots equipped. Right. Right. I'm curious. Which means maybe you can... No, you probably can't duplicate them. I don't know. I'm curious if if you have uh, data disks and you unequip them to put a different one on, do you lose the data disk you unequipped or does it just like go to your conquest inventory? It seemed, sounded like you keep all the data disk for that conquest mm-hmm. and then you either will lose them and have to re-get the next conquest mm-hmm. or or they'll carry over. It sounded like they don't carry over, but but if once I, you get once you earn one, it's yeah. there for the entire conquest. But then if I wanted to change it that same conquest to a different data disk, could I switch it back? If that, like, if I was like, oh, this will work better, and then it didn't work better, could I switch it back? Do you know what I mean? I like kind of like if you take a mod off, it goes to your mod inventory, and then you can put right, it back right, on. right. I think the inventory is reset each conquest. Right. 
but like if you do a battle and then you lose on oh a, yeah yeah on a yeah 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 right that's what I'm yeah thinking, i think like, in between battles you can add you and swap around. them out as much as you want yeah so i feel like i don't know we said this earlier adding more data discs is a complete possibility as well um yeah. i will say the idiot's guide to airplane mode uh turn airplane mode on turn your wi-fi as soon as you get into the battle as soon as you get into the battle turn your wi-fi off because sometimes wi-fi stays on even though you put airplane mode on and then the absolute most foolproof way and i know you will agree with me on this because you've said it is to end your run before it's actually over so stop everything you're doing when it's your turn so um I'll use like phase one, for example. When the pig is two turns to enrage, I stop. I'm like, okay, I'm good. Stop, right, it's my right. turn. Pull up the chat in game um, because you'll get the connection error message and then you can uh, minimize your game. Don't force close it, minimize it. Go to Discord, turn your Wi-Fi and all that stuff back on. And you can say how much damage you've got. And because you've pulled the chat up, in game even if you accidentally go in there you won't do a move and post your run because the chat is up right and you've got the connection error so it's unlikely that all five characters will die in the yeah. same turn yeah and if that is going to happen you might be able to see it's going to happen like mm -hmm. okay rancor next move is going to be an aoe mm -hmm. everyone's at 10 percent health Maybe now I should stop. Exactly. Say this is where it's probably going to end. I think if you're having a lot of airplane mode issues, then it becomes, and it's the same people, it becomes a question of person and not the airplane mode itself. <laughs> as nice, as, as rude as that sounds, I'm trying to phrase it as nicely as possible, but you can't just like, go in and sure. button mash there's a bunch of moving parts you have to pay attention to so for sure yeah next what's our next question <laughs> um oh this one's great from pico hypothetically if someone was bored would you recommend they take jedi consular to gear 13 asking for a friend <laughs> so pico's bored <laughs> Um, I would say no. He's got a ship. The ship isn't even worth it. The oh, ship is man. useless, even if built up. Man. Like, which reinforcement are you going to want? Do you want uh, Plo Koons? Mm -hmm. Or do you want Jedi yeah. Consular? Yeah. Do you I want the new, whatchamacallit, the new mm -hmm. tank? Or do you mm -hmm. want Jedi Consular? Mm -hmm. Do you even want Rex? Rex is even better than Jedi Consular. Rex's ship is great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I don't think if I was bored that Jedi Consular would be my first pick. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. If I was bored, I'd probably start somewhere else. <laughs> like if I you're don't know. bored, I recommend IG eighty eight and his ship. Yeah. I've liked it a lot with droids. And now it even has more use since the Razor Crest is coming out. With bounty hunters. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I like that. Good point. Uh, 
Okay, I'm gonna butcher this username. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Cow Sanderic, maybe? Derok? Derok. It's a uh, Klingon. Oh, I, I just made that up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. He says, so it looks like a lot of the buffs, of the buff discs, so the discs that give buffs specifically, are great, not including the Galactic Legends, but they're great for um, Grandmaster Yoda, Padme, and CLS teams. How would you go about managing the stamina and which teams to group with progressing through the conquest map? I.e., would you use Padme for the first couple of battles and then move on to CLS? What would kind of like your strat be? Um, I think this will, one, depend on which discs you have, and two, depend on your roster entirely because if your Padme is geared more than your CLS that's your stronger team yeah we might I, have more answers I also, once we actually get to play it yeah I also don't know we still don't know enough about the stamina um, but I am inclined to use your weaker teams first especially if stamina is going to eat through your squads I'm Right. I'm more if it starts inclined. off easier and yeah. you know that you, you know you're going to get through even with, it, with a, whichever team you use. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I don't want to have stamina eat into my strongest team right away. And then when I need them, they're kind of walking in with a handicap, so to speak. I'd rather them be fresh off the gate. So I would go weakest to strongest in terms of roster management. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't have an answer. Mm -hmm. I don't know how difficult it's going to be. Like whether, and so the way I'm going to approach it at first is I'm going to see what the stamina refresh rate is with my yeah. energy refresh rate. Because if I can use my good characters right away, mm -hmm. use up all my energy, and then by the time I've got my energy back, my good characters will be back as well. Mm then I'll just go ahead and use my good characters and not worry about that's a good point bottom of the barrel that's a good point um I think we had Vox and King asked a yeah. question in the chat <laughs> I, was gonna say, I feel like we had another one uh yeah Vox and King is a very good raider yes he and I compete a lot. When it comes you, to raids. you got first last night and he was not happy. <laughs> it was hilarious. Um, yeah. and <laughs> so, what so I got first with 17 and a half million. Vox and King got second with 17 million, just under 500,000 away. Oh, that is tight. If it makes you. Or no, actually, to make you not feel better, this was without doing phase four either. I had to go and do something else. So I could have got another two million from my Jedi team or whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's funny. So the, teams, <laughs> the teams that I used, I started off with 
my Padme team in phase one. Mm-hmm. Doesn't do a lot of damage, but it's the best that I can do. Until you get Ray. Until I get Ray. I know. That's why I want Ray. Mm-hmm. Then I can start hitting like a 25 million, 30 million yeah. in good in number. So I got 1.7 million from my Padme squad. Then phase two. This is the first time it's worked well with success, and I was really happy about it. My Vader team got 5.7 million. What is that in percent? That's huge. Do you remember what that was in percent? I guess I could. It was, let's see, it was at least 15%. That is nuts. It was at least 15%. I think it was just at 15. And if I. I think it went very well, like almost as good as it could have. Mm -hmm. If I'd been able to redo it, like, and just change one or two different moves Mm -hmm. where Vader could get one more saber throw, then I think I could have got 20%. But it was beautiful. Yeah, it was. Bravo. That is real (laughs) good. Let's see. So, yeah, I was at 85% with five people. Then Rancor killed a couple of them. Mm -hmm. Oh, and then he ate my Vader. If he hadn't ate Vader, and if Newt or Watt had died instead, I think I might have been able to survive for one more saber throw. Mm -hmm. That was awesome. That I enjoyed a lot. And then the other team I used was my Kylo, Night Sister, Hermit Yoda squad. And I got 10 million in phase three. Okay, okay. That's a good chunk. And then you didn't hit phase four. And I didn't hit phase four. So three, three squads. Three squads. Dang. I was happy. Yeah, I would be happy with that too. (laughs) And my Kylo, I think I broke 20%. Mm -hmm. I think I got to 22%. Yeah, it sounds like if you did 10 million, you said? Yeah. Yeah, you had to have broken 22% then. You had to have broken 20%. Because uh, if you did close to 15, if not 15, with Vader, you got five. Although, I mean, it's a different phase, but still. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Right? So, yeah, I, I, I think I got 23% or something like that. It was awesome. It was good. That's a good, good run. Yep, I enjoyed it a lot. What are you going to do? So if you get Ray. My plan with Ray mm-hmm. is I will use her with Rex. Because mm-hmm. that needs Hoda. Does it? Yeah. Well, I don't think Hoda was a big deal with Kylo. the Kylo run. I was just curious what if you already had like a backup team in mind 
or if you would use so Hoda is there for the Ray Rex team. Literally, all he does is give his like Jedi training will buff thing to C3PO so that C3PO does his basics. Um, and I use him to equalize health when Ray gets low. That's all he does. Yes, that that equalizes what I. Yeah, that's what I think will be helpful. And obviously, gaining back like some protection and all that. But what? What do you? Uh, what do you normally get with that team? Um, I usually get if I make a couple of mistakes, which has been happening my last couple of runs because I've just been we've been going so fast that I go so fast on it. Um, yeah. I get like 12%, but I've gotten close to 20 if I do like a near perfect run and my mods for it are not perfect. Like my Ray is too fast. I need to slow her down even more. Um, mm. So. But 20%? Yeah. How, how much does that equate to in uh, millions? Oh, uh, I'd have to find a, a screenshot. I'm pretty sure I get over, I think it's like close to six. It might be higher than that. Did you say how much? I feel like it's close to six million, but it might be higher. Okay. Um, where are my, my Galaxy of Heroes pictures? I don't know if I have a... Uh, it looks like my highest run with them was seven and a half million. Rex, Rex does all the damage, obviously. Yeah. Um, uh, what's the team? It is Ray, Fives, C3PO, Rex, and Hermit Yoda. So that means you've only got two clones. Yeah. So my other two clones are pretty much useless in this raid because I use two of them here. Do you use Hoda's equalizing health a lot? No, I only, uh, I think I've only used it max two times in a battle, in, in a run, maybe three. Just because you get oh, so, you need him for the assist you need to make him, C3PO decrease the cooldowns. Exactly. You need C3PO to do the basics so that Rex gotcha. is, once you've got the three stacks of translation on Rex, then he's going to decrease his cooldowns for his Rexily. Um, so in a perfect run, you would Rexilate. And then immediately after that, you would give the buff from Hoda to C3PO. So he uses his basic you would have yeah. fives do his special and call C-3PO to assist so that he does his basic again. And then you would have C-3PO do his basic again so that when it gets back to Rex, you could Rexalate two times in a row mm. um, in a perfect run. Mm. <laughs> Sounds pretty good. It's fun. I can't wait to try it. <laughs> It'll be six months before I can. <laughs> We did get one more question in Discord from Bird33. 
which non-galactic legend tunes should we consider taking to relic eight i can think of two off the top of my head non-galactic legend yeah my my first one is Kenobi. Mine too. For the negotiator. Yeah. Because getting to go first and put days first versus other Kenobis is very nice. Yeah. I had it happening to me before I knew that and was like, I never go first. It should and be then, a coin flip. I should be I should be going first half the time. And then you realize they were they were R eight. Oh man. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So now mine is R8, and he's I think gonna, it's worth it. He's going to be my next one, I think. And um, then the other one that, because I'm not sure which one, I'm not, I'm not sure how much it helps, how big a deal it is. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm not too concerned with who I take to R8. Right. But I think my next one will be Vader. Yeah. Because I love Vader's damage at R7. So why not pump why not? it up to R8? Um, I would also do gas at R8. Oh, that's a good one. He wrecks at R8. Um, especially if you're running him in your arena squad. I know there are tons of people who have an R8 gas that he, he just starts destroying you before you know it. Yeah, so that would increase his penetration and his mm-hmm. damage. Mm-hmm. I was torn between gas and um, GK. And I use gas in my arena squad and I use obviously a Kenobi fleet. But I have, I can get to one. I can get to one still in my squad fleet at the moment. So I'm not as concerned. Yeah. So I feel like my fleet is the way to go personally yeah i feel like you're not going to go wrong by doing it on a character that's in one of your arenas whether it's fleet or or squad right and if a character is good at r7 like if you noticed r7 made them much better Mm -hmm. they are probably the best for r8 Ooh, I also want to do fives to R8. Because imagine an R8 five sacrificing. Exactly. Yeah. I think he would be a good one. He's he's up there. He's up there for me. Yeah, that one, that one would be great. I I just want to watch him die. (laughs) That was terrible. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Right. (laughs) On that happy note. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks everyone for joining Uh, us this week. Our show on death and destruction. (laughs) That ought to do it. And until next time, Chewie, we're home.